is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Tap Room. You're listening to The Joint by Chris Hitchcock on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. The only joint my mama burned was on the rural route. She parked in old man Tater's woods so she wouldn't be found out. Turned off her dome light, snuck off by herself. Crashed down beneath that window, fired it up, gave it hell. That hangout my daddy used to hang around We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down Just like that the taps and stools and tables got turned To the only joint my mama ever burned I'll get sassy and bluegrass, come on Hey, this is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom Billiards, and you're listening to the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. And we're back with another episode of the Upstate Beer Boys here in beautiful Bowling Springs, South Carolina. Always want to thank our theme song artist, Chris, Chris Hitchcock, for our opening music. And you can find Wayne the Sage at Wayne's Beer Delivery on Instagram and YouTube. Find Chase on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Nutmeg2, the number two, Palmetto. And you can find me, the mayor, at Southern Blame Beer Reviews <laughs> on Instagram, TikTok. We're at this beautiful beer fest called Black Flag Day. Black Flag Day here at Blank Winter Brewing. We had the amazing time of brewing a beer in December with Kyle and Sean. <laughs> Black uh, Water Brewing. And Darian. <laughs> and, and Darian. Can't miss out Darian. 12 yep. o'clock opening day. So we have eight brand new beers today. So we, we're working on, we're running away through them. So. Uh, first beer out of the gate for me today is going to be the uh, Gravity Storm, our Belgian quad, out of the Rye Whiskey Barrel. The Not a Pirate Ship. Start with that, which cheer, is cheer. The, the collab that we guys did together. So that love how that turned out. Can't wait to do a review on that. Um, but yeah, so that's where I started, and then working our way through the uh, the barrel age stuff. There's a lot of beers that we that you have. Not we, not we. We are only a part of one. <laughs> there are a lot of beers that there are a lot of beers that you. Sean, Kyle, and Darian were a part of creating for this event under the Black Flag Day. Black Flag Day, sorry. Uh, for Black Flag Day, there are a lot of beers that you were a part of creating. So why don't you give us the rundown of the lineup of beers that were available at Black Flag Day. Sure, so let's talk about what Black Flag Day is for us, right? This is, this is our first year we're actually doing this event, and it won't be the last. So um, Kyle, our head brewer here, um, he and I are both from South Florida. And in the Tampa area, there's a town called Gasparilla. And every year they do a big Gasparilla Fest. It's basically this pirate festival slash Mardi Gras event that goes on to celebrate when pirates came in and ransacked the town. Whatever, it's an excuse to drink. So we picked up the and we decided, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna pick up on that being Floridians and we're gonna do our, our Black Flag Day. Um, so, um, I think as you guys know, and hopefully our listeners know, our big imperial stout that we do, and all of our stouts have pirate themes, but our, our big imperial stout is under the black flag. So, hence, Black Flag Day. So, last year we brewed 
black flag, and we had some in uh, bourbon barrels that's been aging for almost a year. Um, we've also got uh, Gravity Storm, our Belgian Quad, off to see the Lizard, our Belgian Triple. Uh, both of those were in rye whiskey barrels. We've got Pirate King. Pirate King is a, another stout that's got apples, cinnamon, brown sugar uh, flavors with it. We had some in a maple syrup bourbon barrel. We had some in a bourbon barrel. Uh, we had uh, Unfortunate Souls, which is a kind of an American sour, kettle sour that we did uh, with a lot of cherries and plum that we aged in a red wine barrel. Uh, that's on as well. And then, of course, I think a beer that you guys are probably a little familiar with, not a pirate ship, uh, our Dunkelweizen that we've released today. So we've got, uh, we've got quite a few different beers out. Kyle, talk a little bit about, from the brewer's perspective, from the technical perspective, how, which, which of these beers released today were the most hardest to come up with? Which of these brews today were the easiest to come up with? Uh, I, don't, I don't know that any of them were, were hard or easy to come up with. Sure, sure. Uh, of course. We know your skill. Sure. We yeah, know yeah, your I, skill. I'm a brilliant brewer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pirate King was an interesting no, beer to do the, the apple and, and cinnamon brown sugar concoction. You know, that, that took multiple days to get those in a beer. Um, this is the first time I've done a barrel-aged sour. So putting a sour in a red wine barrel was the first for me. As well as using a maple, maple barrel. I've never used a but put a beer in a, bar- in a barrel that was used to age maple syrup. So, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. How, how does that work with uh, aging in a barrel that's typically used to age bourbon, uh, tequila, wine, whatever the case may be, versus something that's used to... Just to age something succulent and decadent as like syrup. So your traditional flavors that you're going to get out of a, a bourbon barrel, you're going to get that oakiness, you know, that some of that charcoal type flavor, and you know your vanillas and other flavors. But when it comes to maple syrup or something sweet like that, you don't really know what the barrel is going to absorb and what it's going to give back to you. Barrels are, are living creatures, so you never really know what you're going to get out of them. All right, so, you know, this is your first Black Flag Day event, but the Under the Black Flag beer has been around for a year or two or whatnot. Is there any new beers outside of not a pirate ship that are new for this event today? Uh, Aside from our own. Goes, hey, that's why I said. <laughs> uh, no, not new beers. So, new to this event. But this is the first time we've put Unfortunate Souls in a barrel, which is our sour. And this is the first time we've put Pirate King, which is our oatmeal style. First time we put it in the barrel. So, the barrel aged versions are, are brand new. The beer themselves, other than Pirate Ship. No, they're not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Pirate King, is that one of your recipes or is that one of Darien's? So, yes, that is Darien's creation. That's, you know, Darien's thought child, obviously. He presented that recipe to me and Sean, and we looked over it, and we made our tweaks to it. Mm-hmm. But yes, that, that's Darien's beer. That's Darien's brainchild. So, and it came out great. Yeah. How, how do the recipes differ from the base beers versus the barrel-aged beers? Uh, it's, it's the exact same beer. Um, basically, most of it goes into kegs, but we save just a little bit, 50 gallons or so, and that gets put in the barrel, and it sits for a year. So exact same beer, exact same recipe. What kind of difference do you notice versus putting things in a barrel for a quote-unquote limited amount of time four months, three months, four months, six months, a year, uh, six months, versus putting them into an elongated period of time, six months to a year. So we try not to put anything in a barrel for less than six to nine months. But that, that first couple months in the barrel, you get a lot of, a lot of smoke, a lot of char. Well, a lot of spirit. 
I, I love spirit as well. Yeah, so a lot of the, the spirit, so whatever the barrel was, whether it's rum barrel, bourbon barrel, whatever, like you get a lot of that spirit influence, but then you let it age, and then you start getting more of the tannins and things from the oak and other influences. So really, I mean, nine months to a year is our target. Um, really, we don't, we've never done a barrel age less than nine months. So we, we try to do at least nine months on a, on a barrel. Yeah, exactly. And the longer it sits, the more those flavors mellow, the more they blend, and the better the overall beer is. What's the clientele's perspective versus when they come in and they have a beer that you've had on tap many times over the year as a base beer versus what their uh, perception of, of it is at coming out of the barrel? I think overall it's a great, you know, they like it a lot. I mean, some people don't like the boozy, the oak, the char. So, like, I would just rather have the regular gravity storm. I don't, I don't like my gravity storm with whiskey. Other people think it's just absolutely phenomenal. So, it's kind of, for, you know, subjective. Sean's raising his hand. He wants to talk next. <laughs> yes. So, first, I want to, I want to reinforce what, what Kyle said. Yes. We have a lot of customers who will come in and be like, oh, my God, this rye whiskey barrel version of this beer is way better. Like, oh, my God, this is the best. Other people are like, you know what? I like the original better. That is that is true. So one of the one of the things with the barrels is they're all different. Like, we could do a rum barrel version, but a lot of it has to do with what type of rum was in the barrel before, whether it's a Barbados, uh, a Jamaican barrel. We've done a couple of different versions. And one, the rum is very subtle. And you get some of the oakiness, the tannins, whatnot. And then we'll do another barrel. And like, okay, we get that barrel. It's another rum barrel. And then when it's done, that barrel, that beer comes out of there. And it's like, you can pour it and be like, oh my God, that is rum in spades. It, it just really depends on what was in it. Um, so the influence is very different barrel to barrel. And it's always fun seeing the beer that comes out. Like we can do a bourbon barrel and we can do another bourbon barrel next year. And it could be the exact same brand, but the beer is different. So that's that's what's always funny. You don't really know what you're going to get on the backside of it. Like you put it in, and you're like, "All right, it's you know, it's in God's hands now." And like, we'll wait and see what comes out next year. So, yeah. If someone came in before we toss a break, and we'll uh, go over more of the beer after Chris's music. Um, Somebody walked in today. Take two type of clients two type of customers one who's very familiar with craft beer as it currently stands in the current market and one who's a traditional macro drink, macro drinker for the, those two different type of customers walking in to Black Flag Day what would you recommend them drinking Sean can take one perspective Kyle can take the other perspective from the craft beer nerd versus the macro drinker traditional beer drinking nerd um or i guess that's not a nerd that's just a normal person but what would you direct them to on this day of the beers you release what would you drink them to um so i guess i'll start and i'll start with the you know they say uneducated but the the macro beer drinker the newbie into the craft beer world um I, w- I would probably st- steer them towards one of our, our Belgians, either you know the quad or the triple. Um, those are nice, light, easy flavors, and I think with the rye whiskey barrels, they really come out almost like a mixed drink cocktail. Uh, you know, a bourbon sour or an old-fashioned kind of flavor to them. So I think that those would be relatable flavors. If you had to start your first beer as a craft beer drinker on a barrel-aged beer, I think that's where you would start today. So, okay, slightly contrary opinion to, to Kyle. First and foremost, for somebody who comes to the brewery any other given day versus Black Flag Day, um, just know that the staff isn't dressed as pirates every day. <laughs> Only some days, the special days. So outside of the fact that the staff, the staff looks a little crazy today, um, I, 
I honestly like, especially if they like the darker beers, I would steer them towards the Pirate King maple syrup bourbon barrel. It's a little lighter navy B, has great flavor, but it's very well balanced. You get some sweetness. You get all of the the flavor and the characteristics of Pirate King. Um, Plus the, you know, a little bit of oakiness. It's just a very well-balanced, but it's not a high ABV, right? So where I feel like, don't get me wrong, the, the rye whiskey barrel versions of Off the Sea of the Lizard and Gravity Storm are amazing. They're absolutely my favorite of, compared to the originals. That said, I, I would I would steer somebody brand new to uh, Pirate King uh, Maple Syrup Bourbon. Sean, you're the owner. If you ask your employees to come address this pirates, I think they're gonna come address this pirates. <laughs> well, we we do that anyway. It's just it's just who we are. You know, it's just people people accuse me all the time. They're like, I think Sean does these events just so he can come as himself for the day. And, well, they're probably not wrong, so we'll just leave it at that. So it's not a pirate ship though. Well, We've said it before, we'll say it again. Thank you so much to Sean, Kyle, and Darian for allowing us to come here in December and be your little monkeys of brewing the beer that you released today. And I'm very thankful for you allowing us to do that. So... We, we absolutely enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. We enjoyed having you guys in. We think the beer came out fantastic. We're very happy with it. Um, but I also want to say thank you to you guys. You guys are creating a podcast highlighting South Carolina beer. So as not only the brewery owner, but a member of the South Carolina Brewers Guild and on the board this year, the fact that we've got a group of people, the three of you, putting together a podcast highlighting amazing upstate South Carolina beer. Thank you guys for everything you do. We appreciate it. Please, please, please keep doing what you're doing. Focus on South Carolina beer. Uh, we're going to grow this industry and we're going to, we're going to make it great. Thank you. Well, it makes it pretty easy when you guys and the rest of the South Carolina brewers make such awesome beers for us to talk about. If you, guys don't, if you guys don't make awesome beers, we got nothing to talk about. So it's a symbiotic relationship. Thank you. Thank you so much. John and Kyle, before we uh, toss the break, let's into some music. What do you got before we start talking about the beers you brewed today? You guys did, didn't make it out to Black Flag Day this year. Always. You're, you're missing out. Come check it out next year. We have eight to nine eight to nine more new beers coming out next year so this is going to be an annual thing and it's going to be a fun time so please come out next year no absolutely this is going to be an annual event this is our first year uh doing the event it won't be our last we're going to do this every january black flag day put in your calendars third weekend um other than that epstein didn't kill himself so putting you on the spot Kyle and Sean, does that mean that the Upstate Beer Boys can brew a beer for next year's Black Flag Day? Uh, we'll get back to that. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> Stay tuned after the music break. Enjoy some songs from Chris Hitchcock. Sean is going to come back with us after the break. We'll talk about the Brew Wee beer. Kyle's going to come back a bit later, talk about all the other beers we drank. Enjoy the beers, enjoy our talk, enjoy the music, and we'll see you after the break. Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. Keep it tuned with us. This is Eddie Winningham with Clock Tower Taproom, and you're listening to Friday Night by Chris Hedgecock on the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Out of that long week state of mind Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow Oh, oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background Cans and the long necks getting nice now With the stars all shining like a chandelier It's Friday night out here, out here Where the moon glows, the corn grows And Lord knows Pull your girl in close, get yourself a beer. 
Welcome back into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. I think it's time to drink the beer we put a full day's work into with Sean, Kyle, and Darian and the Plank Owner crew. Um, gentlemen, not a pirate ship. Hashtag Niner Pirate Ship. What's the anticipation we have before we sip this? Just goodness. <laughs> Been waiting too long. Appreciate uh, everyone allowing us to come have the time to do this Sean's standing here with us again um, what is there anything you want to say about this beer before we put it up to our nose and lips I'm on my third one <laughs> so it must be good, it must be good. I, I can either confirm or deny but let's just say if it wasn't a good beer we wouldn't have put it on so there you go scandalous but very heartwarming at the same time alright gentlemen let's get cheers and get the nose Get that uh, sweet, a little roasty, but more sweet. What do you guys think? It doesn't smell anything like it was when we were brewing it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Definitely getting the roasty on the nose. So, not a pirate ship is a Dunkelweizen. So, yeah, you get some roastiness, you get the nice maltiness. But then you also get a little bit of the banana, the clove from that, that Hefeweizen influence, little wheat side. So it's got a little sweetness to it, a little fruitiness, a little clove, just but a lot of malt. I think it came out really well balanced. Oh, someone beat me just drinking it. <laughs> we were doing this as a process. We were doing this as a process. <laughs> Look, waited long enough. We said we was going to get it when he got here. He took a sip first, so... All right, all right, all right. I said it was on my third one, so. Yeah. Let's roll with it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if a stout and a Hefeweizen had a baby. Yeah. I get a lot of the caramel notes when I'm drinking it. A lot of caramel coming through for me. I don't taste any caramel, but I do have the, like, Hefeweizen style in my, the back of my throat. (laughs) <laughs> one more. <laughs> one more. Yeah. Wow. You know, I don't even know what I imagined what I thought it was going to taste like beforehand, but yeah, this is this is some good stuff. All right, Sean, tell us who's right and who's wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it certainly does have a nice malt backbone to it. I mean, a little caramel note uh, just from the style. Um, again, it is a Dunkelweizen, so you do get some of the that kind of banana clove hint in there, so you get a little bit of the fruitiness, definitely get some banana notes. Um, but the, the caramel roastiness is, is definitely very, very present. Um, the other nice thing is it has wonderful lacing with the head, nice, nice kind of a tan uh, to whitish kind of head on the top, but it's a 7% beer. But it doesn't drink like a 7% beer. It, it drinks more like a 45 to 5, just nice and smooth. So, uh, honestly, we, we are very, very happy with how this one came out. So, Yeah, and like 45 to 5%, that's what you traditionally think of with a Dunkel. When I when we got here and I walked over to the cooler and I saw the cans, it said 7. I was like, oh, wow, that's a powerful Dunkel. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, but, again, it, it drinks like that, but just it, it came out really good and, and uh, very, very, very happy with it. But, again, it's a 7% beer, so please drink responsibly. Uh, <laughs> Got to throw that in there. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it wonderful, wonderful color, nice clarity. Um, I know Kyle and I are both very, very, very happy and excited about this one. So let's get the pulse of the people, fellow beer fluencer and previous guest of the show at Adam dot drinks dot beer. You had the not a pirate ship dunkle before. What'd you think? It's everything you want in a dunkle. It's roasty, malty. It's no complaints. Seven percent's hitting very well. It drinks like a four percent beer. So. Very solid. 10 out of 10. Are you saying that because you said it or because the owner, Sean, just said that? Both. I I said it before Sean said it, but uh, I still concur. (laughs) Sean, we're going to have some review segments after after the break for uh, some of the other beers you brewed for this special day. You already went over them a, a little bit off the top of the show, but what should we expect as we actually sip those beers? So we've got a wide range of, of beers out today. So we so Not a Pirate Ship is one of seven beers that we've released today. Um, 
this is not a pirate ship is the only non-barrel age so black flag day will be our annual event and we've got six other beers that are all barrel aged so we've got rye whiskey versions of um, our belgian quad uh rye whiskey version uh barrel rye whiskey bourbon barrel rye whiskey ver- god three beers and i can't talk um <laughs> So, Told you that seven percent alcohol. Great responsibly. <laughs> I'm not driving anywhere, so we're all good. Anyway, so off to see the lizard, our Belgian triple. We've got, uh, of course, what the name the, the day is named after. Under the black flag, it's our big imperial stout that's uh, aged in bourbon barrel that's been released. We've got special cans of that. Uh, we have regular version. We've got uh, Pirate King. It's another stout, not an imperial, just regular stout. It's got a lot of apples, cinnamon, brown sugar, very tasty. Some of that's been done on a bourbon barrel. And then we've also got another version of Pirate King that was done on a maple syrup, uh, maple syrup bourbon barrel. So we've got lots of different beers coming out today. How do some of those beers differ from the base beers that they were uh, themed off of? Like I know, off to see the Lizard King was a uh, off to the Lizard rather. Sorry, off to the Lizard is a regular staple on your tap list anyway. Yeah, so off to see the Lizard's typical um, one of our cores. It's a Belgian triple, just that rye whiskey barrel. So you get some of the nice tannins and everything through there. A uh, little bit of influence from the spirit. Uh, it just gives it more so it just adds a little bit of extra complexity to it same thing with black flag so our bourbon barrel version of black flag this year just came out super great we got a lot of influence from not just the spirit which a lot of barrel aged stuff especially if it's a fresh barrel the the spirit tends to dominate the the beer that goes in um, this year the barrels we've used we get a little bit of influence from the spirit but we're getting a lot of the tannins from the oak so it's great because it's very well balanced. You get a lot of that oakiness, that, that kind of tannin flavor, um, as well as um, a little bit of influence from the bourbon. So, I know, you, I know you're probably going to tell me you were proud of all of them, but which one of the beers today were you most proud of? Honestly, I, I think the bourbon barrel version of Black Flag, Under the Black Flag, came out really good. And then probably my second favorite of all the ones we have on today is the Maple Syrup bourbon barrel version of Pirate King. And I had a lot of reservations going into it. Kyle and Darian wanted to do it. And I said, all right, guys, let's, let's do it. Um, and I just had some reservations on what the maple syrup influence was going to be. But honestly, that beer came out really good, very well balanced, very smooth. Another one that's going to be, you know, 7 8% that's, you know, we'll catch up with you for sure. But uh, definitely came out very, very smooth, very great flavor, a lot of complexity to it. Gentlemen, anything else to add before we try some of Sean's other beers today and review them on the show? No, I'm just basking in the goodness of this. <laughs> of our labor. So I just want to say that, you know, we talked to a lot of breweries, and you're one of very few breweries, brewery owners, that will actually allow your brewer to run with what they want to brew. And I think that that's pretty cool, and I think that would bring in a buy-in that the brewer would want to be a part of your brewery than other breweries that says, this is what you're going to brew, you're not brewing anything else. So cheers to you for doing that. That's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate it. So one of the things for us, you know, being a, a veteran-owned, military-owned uh, brewery and operated um, Kyle's not just my head brewer. He's also our general manager, and he's one of our business partners. He's one of our owners. Um, so he's my right hand. I, we are all about teamwork here. No matter how good any individual is, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's all about our teamwork. And that's just front of the house, back of the house, everything. It's, we, we pride ourselves in teamwork, um, and that's, that's every aspect of what we do. I am only as good as the people around me, and thankfully I have an amazing team that I am super, super proud of. So, Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. I'll echo that. I'll echo that as well. Cheers indeed. One last clink. Cheers. Cheers. Before we toss the break, and uh, we'll bring back some of our beer influencer friends, and we'll talk about all these releases that Sean and did. How's that sound, gents? Sounds awesome to me. Sounds good. Let's do it. Stay stay with us right after the break. We'll be back with more on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Tap Room, and you're listening to Chris Hitchcock rocking it. 
Right back here on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast, we had a special guest here today at un, uh, celebrating Under the Black Flag Day at Plank Owner Brewing Company, the owner of the official home of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast, Eddie Whittingham. So we're going to talk about some of the other beers besides our own that Sean put out today. And first, we're going to talk about the one that he just told you, told the audience, he was the most quote-unquote proud of of everything he's put on today, and that is the Under the Black Flag Bourbon Barrel Age. Eddie, you got an early head start on this beer, so what was your thoughts on it? Yeah, we started very early, but it was well worth it. Uh, just came out to support my boy, Sean, over here at uh, Plank Owner Brewing. He's done a great job. This is a hell of a damn lineup. If you guys aren't here, you're missing out. Um, I did try the um, Under the Black Flag Bourbon Barrel beer. Very smooth. Um, you can definitely feel the 12%, but very smooth to drink. I highly, highly recommend it, especially now with the colder months. Uh, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal beer. I, I'm telling you right now, you got to try this. Don't miss out. I think it's actually, I, I agree, it's incredibly smooth, and there's a lot of pepper in it. I didn't taste the pepper as much, but you are right. There's a little hint of it in the back, but I'm telling you right now, it is just typically a, a stout We'll have more of a punch on the front. It's just so smooth. It's dangerous, very dangerous. So drink, drink cautiously. I don't have cooties. I share this beer. <laughs> Part, partners, what do you got? Let's let's get your let's get your sniff. Let's get your flavor. So I smell the pepper, but I don't taste the pepper. I, I taste, taste more like a subtle chocolatey goodness. It's very good. All right, so boozy on the smell. Not boozy on the taste, but I can get the pepper on the back end. But fan-tabulous. Yes. Got a whole, yes. I, I literally just picked up a four-pack. I got to grab them before it's all gone. These are great. You want one more sip for the road? Whatever you, I catch, it's you guys are all going down. So, hey. No, I'm telling you right now. Definitely taste the chocolate. Definitely taste a little cocoa. It's phenomenal. I'm telling you guys, I don't. I'm not a big stout guy. I'm usually an IPA guy. If you if you followed it along, but this is we, we know we're aware. But this is absolutely money. I just picked up a four pack. I got it right here. I'm gonna take it with me and watch some football tomorrow. It's phenomenal, phenomenal. Speaking of football, RIP dear Miami Dolphins. Oh God. Well, hey, if you guys were paying attention, you were following along. Last time, I made the claim to fame. I made my prediction: the Dolphins would beat the Buffalo Bills, and we did. But this time, or last week, we fell short by about a field goal. So moving forward, I just want some really, really, really good matchups, and I can't wait. I love it, love it, love it. I hate the fact that the football season is dying down, but love some of the matchups that are coming up. How's, Wayne, Wayne, how's, how's this type of beer uh, match up to sipping in front of some playoff football? It's a good celebratory beer if your team wins. It's a good beer if your team got decimated and kicked out of the playoffs so it's good either way and bling you're not exactly the nfl fan but of course near and dear to your heart the two-time national champion georgia bulldogs go dogs what what uh how, how does how, how does this beer today this uh under the flag flag bourbon barrel age how would that match up to ringing in a double national championship from the dogs Kicking butt, very subtle, but it'll knock you on the ground. Exactly right. <laughs> Eddie, before we toss the break, brother, final word is always yours. Uh, before we toss into music and do some more things on the other side of the break, what's your final word from under the black flag day here at Plank Corner? Guys, I, I, had a, I had an action-packed morning, and I'm telling you right now, I hauled butt up here to enjoy some of this beer. I'm telling you, if you haven't tried Plank Owner, you're missing out. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal brewery. Sean's great. 
The beer's great. I'm telling you, you got to get up here. Come try some of this fresh new beer. It's phenomenal. Fantastic. We'll wrap up more from Under the Black Flag Day at Plank Owner. Right after this break, enjoy some Chris Hitchcock music. Say goodbye to the cold. I think it's time for a new suntan. Find your flip-flop state of mind. See some blue through your red ray bands. Again, bunch of half drunk tubers ready to live again. That's how summer goes. Everybody sipping on a shanty with some filter flowing from the radio. Girls are rocking, little cut off bottoms got the boys' hearts all but stopping and we roll. That's how summer goes. Welcome back. Into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast, more from under the black flag here at Plank Owner Brewing Company in Boiling Springs. We can't wrap up with some of our best friends, fellow beer influencers. You can follow them on Instagram at adam.drinks.beer. You may have heard a little bit from them before. And Wendy at BrewPugSC. We got to talk about the beers that Plank Owner served up for us. What do you think? What was your favorite beer of the day? of the beers the plank owners thrown out here. Who wants to go first? So my favorite was the Dunkel, of course. Not a pirate ship. But, but I will say I tried the Rye Whiskey Barrel, the Gravity Storm. I thought that was really well done. That's another new release today. What are some details? Give us some aroma. Give us some flavor. What you got? I Well, I'm going to say that I tried the two Rails against each other. So the other one was Off to See the Lizard. That was another new release. For me, that was a little more, had a little boozier taste, even though it was a lower ABV. I thought the Gravity Storm was nice and smooth, easy drinker for uh, Belgian. I tried the Dunkel, which was fantastic. Great Dunkel. I also tried all the barrel-aged stouts. Um, I found that the Pirate King maple bourbon is slightly sweeter than the, the, the uh, straight bourbon barrel aged. Both were very good. I think I still preferred under the black flag uh, barrel aged overall. Uh, favorite of the day still for the Upstate Beer Boys was the Dunkel. It was. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, we do not pay anyone to say that on this podcast. This is a... This is a passion project. It's not a business. We don't pay anybody. But I agree with them. I mean, come on. It's, it's a great beer. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's everything you want from a Dunkel. It's got all the flavor notes. Very light, very easy to drink. But at 7%, I mean, you can't beat that for the value. So 10 out of 10, Dunkel. To... Uh just so Sean and Plank Owner are happy, I do have a little bit left of the uh, Unfortunate Souls Red Wine Barrel Aged Sour. Now, Adam already had this, but Wendy did not. So, Wendy, you may take a sip. Adam, what do you think about this while she's sipping on it? It's, it tastes like if you took a sip of red wine without the dry finish. Uh, a little bit of the cherry sweetness from it, but it, overall, it's it's great beer. It's so solid. That actually is the best uh, wine-based beer. Like that, it's delicious. I think that's really nice. I haven't tried it, but I'm. Well, what? it's right there, Wayne. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like we had a pandemic recently. I don't have cooties. It's fun. It's alcohol. It kills it. <laughs> All right, so if wine tastes like that, I would be a wine drinker. Okay? <laughs> that there is the perfect medley of, like, a sour, a red wine, an easy drinker, all mixed in one. It's not too dry. It's not too tart. It's not too sweet. It's actually pretty damn good, but it's not the best beer here, though. But it's good. It's good. From the not sour fan Wayne that he is. (laughs) 
overall beers that you drank today, what did you think? What was the experience like at the nautical themed playing tournament? No, food was great, uh, beer was great, so no brainer, 10 out of 10, coming here. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, I came here for your beer, but every beer I tried was spot on, delicious, true to style, and the food was great. Wayne, what you got before we toss to Chris and some more music? I think we need some more beer. Oh, it's true, but I mean, we got Adam and Wendy right now, so and uh, any more, any anything else for them? Oh. Adam, Wendy, thank you for coming out. Thank you for supporting the podcast. You guys are phenomenal. We see you guys in the mentions and the likes and the shares and whatnot. Thanks for being such great, great, great friends of the podcast. You are welcome, Wayne, but only you, not Chase or Steven. <laughs> I love all of you guys. I think it's a great podcast, and I enjoy supporting you guys. Thank you so much for hopping on the show real quick as we talk about our beer as well as the beers overall that Plank Owners released today on Under the Black, De- Under the Black Flag Day. And stay tuned. We'll have more to wrap up here from Plank Owner. Right after the break, listen to Chris Hitchcock. We'll be right back on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom, and you're listening to Friday Night by Chris Hitchcock on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Oh, oh, break out of that long week state of mind. Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight. Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow. Oh, oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background. Cans and the long necks getting nice now with the stars all shining like a chandelier. It's Friday. Welcome back into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We've got a couple beer appreciators, if not beer influencers, on the show. If you are a fan of the show, you recognize Bill Fox from the last episode from Woodstock. And of course, not too much of a distant, quote unquote, relative, David Martin. <laughs> so. Very much beer uh, adventurers of the upstate. Gentlemen, how are you today? And how are we doing from under the Black Flag Festival at Blank Owner Brewing Company? I have had, had, I've had eight excellent beers here. Eight? Eight, yes. Well, tasters. Okay. I'm not, not full beers. <laughs> I've had less than that, but uh, definitely enjoy myself. The beers here are great as, as usual. I think we can upgrade them to a beer aficionados. Aficionados? <laughs> Aficionado? Yes. Um, it's actually Black Flag Day. It is. Under, I saw under the black flag. <laughs> no, that's the beer under the black flag. It's actually Black Flag Day. I apologize. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> anyways, gentlemen, how are we doing? Long time no see. Like, it's been like, what, a week? Yeah. No, seven days actually, not a week, seven days. <laughs> I'm thinking six and a half days, but, uh, or approximately 60 beers. As objectively as possible, what was your favorite beer on the day here at Plank Owner? That was the Pirate King, the Maple Bourbon Arrow Barrel Aged Pirate King. All right, all right, all right. No, it's uh, not a pirate ship. Even objectively, that was my favorite so far. You like the nice, easy sipper? I do. I do, yes. Hashtag, we didn't pay him to say that either. (laughs) There was no money exchanged. That's for sure. No money. (laughs) What's your uh, reaction to the overall environment here at Under the Black Flag Day at Plank Owner? It's a good party. It's a great time. I love the decorations. I love the costumes. The beer is really excellent here. I've been coming here for the last, what, two, three years that they've been open, and I've just seen an improvement every time I come. It's excellent. Yeah, it's my first time for a Black Friday event, but 
I like their Black Friday beer, and uh, these variants are good. Like you said, the environment's really good, the costumes, it's a, just a good time. Wayne, what you got else for our friends here before we toss the break and wrap up here? We're just driving good beer, and you know, we're just boys, and we like beer. I'm just having fun. That sounds like a good objective. That's that's. It's all about a good time, drinking some really great beer, and just enjoying life. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Bill, that was an exceptional final word, but as always, we give our guests the final word of the segment. So what are your final words for the segment before we toss back to break? Drink craft beer. It's great. And by the way, the Not a Pirate Ship was very good, too. Uh, if you missed this event, shame on you because it was a really good time. And if you get a chance, come try the beers here, especially not a part of the ship. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us. Hop on the show real quick from Under the Black Flag Festival from Pine Cone Brewing Company. And uh, we'll come right back. We'll wrap up. The, we'll come right back. We got a little bit more, and we'll wrap up the show eventually. Great day. Great festival. Plank Owner Brewing Company. Keep it with us. Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Tap Room, and you're listening to Chris Hitchcock rocking it. Well, it's been two months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another muddle. Black Flag Day has been great. It's been a huge success. Great turnout. Um, I wish a little more more people would have dressed up in pirate costumes, but uh, I guess we didn't really tell everybody to do that. So it's been fine. It's been great. It's, it's a good day. You can follow Morgan, one of our fellow beer influencers at Tatas and Taps. What do you think? I've had a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed my last minute pirate outfit. I think it came together well. And it's been really cool to meet everybody from the South Carolina Beer Influencers community. I'm having a great time. So, of the beers that have been unavailable today, and you can be as unbiased as Papa, you don't have to sing up Not a Pirate Ship, Dunkle, but... <laughs> That's the best beer. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what kind of beers have stood out today, or what's been your overall impression of all the beers here on the tap list? Um, the first beer that I ordered was the Not a Pirate Ship, and I was really impressed with that. I thought y'all did a great job. Um, it's 7%. It kind of hit me pretty fast, so I did have to order some snacks. Um, but also, <laughs> I'm sipping on a little five ounce of the Under the Black Flag, and that's been great too. Give you a little insight. Wayne had to uh, lift that bag of grain very high over his head. We got a picture of that on our. We got a picture of that on Instagram. He's a little bit short, so I had to assist him in lifting the bag. Doesn't help that I'm older than both of y'all either, does it? It got lifted. You know, it, it got, got yeah. lifted. Yep, it got it got put in that right there, and it got shot up down to the back. We're good. Kyle, give us a brewer's perspective based on what people have told you. About what the beers they drank today? Versus... He, he wouldn't hire us for brewery assistance. Oh, I know he wouldn't hire us, and he's completely justified in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, you guys were you guys were great assistants. Uh, but from a brewer's perspective, uh, I mean they're all great. But the beer that surprised me the most, coming out of the barrel was our sour that we did in a red wine barrel. Oh, that one is really good. And I think Ooh. that one improved the most and picked up the most character from the barrel. Uh, the bourbon barrels are great. Typical bourbon, oakiness. Um, but the red wine surprised 
me the most, and I think that one is the better for being in the barrel. I I drank that. I don't. Did you guys try that one? Not yet, but the night is young. Oh come on, Wayne. <laughs> so I'll post what I drank. I had the little samples of every single one of them. And my wife loves sours, and the sour surprised her in the wine barrel aged. So I'll post that on the Upset Beer Boys on Instagram. Excellent. So to me, and you'll see that by the time you listen to this, you will have, you will have already seen that on the socials. But to, like, to me, I had that as well. And to me, like the flavor, the aroma rather, I'm sorry, came through very berries-like. And then the flavor was more of that red wine type of note profile sort of thing. So like what, maybe I'm ignorant, maybe I'm on point. What, like how did that one come through for you? Yeah, so um, there was a couple other beers that had some adjuncts in them, but that one, the sour, you can still taste the cherry and the plum that we put in there at the very beginning, plus that dry red wine, um, kind of earthy flavor at the end just complimented that sour super well do you we asked Sean before as far as the um, different the, there's a lot of beers that were released today for under the black flag day and the oh you cut Kyle out apologies for this Morgan's taking a selfie. That's okay. Get, Follow her yeah. at Tom Leslie Do it again. Do it again. I'll get behind Chase. Do it again. I'll get behind Chase. I'm, I'm easily distracted. It's okay. There we go. Kyle, what, um, as far as... Close your eyes. I include you when you close that, your eyes. That, um... He's a which, one, which, which beers came out as expected from what you thought theoretically going into the brewing process? Um, so the only one that did not meet expectations, obviously everything came out pretty close to what I wanted it. Red, red wine exceeded my expectations. The only one lacking was the Pirate King and the Maple Bourbon Barrel. Really? I was expecting more maple syrup right, so out of the maple syrup bourbon barrel okay well now i don't feel so bad because when i tasted i had a little sample of the base right and then i have a full and then i had a full pint of the maple bourbon barrel age and like i could pick up a little bit of an extra sweetness right but overall they tasted very similar so okay so now i feel a little bit justified from the brewer's perspective yeah i was uh, i've never used a maple syrup and a bourbon barrel a barrel that had been used for both so I was expecting it to be a little more on the maple syrup side. But it still came out really well. You get that extra sweetness. You still get the apple and sugar and brown uh, cinnamon from the original beer. So it's good. I was I was disappointed. I wanted more maple syrup. I wanted breakfast. <laughs> and like I said, like, it was... I, I tried it, I drank it, and it was very good, but like like you said, it was so much maple coming out. So as far as from a technical perspective, what would you do differently to make that more of a breakfast stout, maple stout type of beer? Um, so you never really know what you're going to get out of a barrel. Um, it's, they're, they're living creatures, right? Okay. Um, but I think if I were to do it again, I may add in some adjuncts, the maple, the brown sugar, the cinnamon, again, after it comes out of the barrel. Just to punch that up a little bit. Do the spices make a difference, whether 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 post-fermentation or pre-fermentation? Do the spices make a difference? Yeah, and uh, most of your spice flavor is gonna come post-fermentation. Um, but with it sitting for over a year, then it, that those spice flavors kind of fade. Wayne does it all the time. I need to do that more. All right, so I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Oh gosh, here we go. So our beer, not a pirate ship. Did it exceed your expectations? Meet your expectations? What did you think of it from a brewer's perspective? We're kind of a little uh, jaded, I guess you could say, or biased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you thought. 
Well, I hope you're not jaded. I hope you, you like know? the beer that we came up with. <laughs> well, we liked it, but he, I think he needs okay. jaded as far as we're going to like it as a whole. Yeah, a little on the buy side, sure. Yeah, uh, that was my first time brewing a Dunkelweizen. Um, it came out really well. I think it hit, you know, the marks we were looking for, as well as the style guidelines for the original style. Um, it has this great little, like, banana bread kind of flavor to it. So, I think it came out great. I, I th- my co-host picked up more of that. But to me, I just got a lot of the caramel in the flavor. And I love that because caramel is certainly not something I, like I love to drink in a beer. It brings up the sweetness. It brings up, it like brings down like the bitterness. Um, but that like, that's something that like I really enjoyed with that beer. Yeah. And that's, uh, so that's kind of the weird combination of a Dunkel Bison. So Dunkel meaning dark, Bison meaning, you know, wheat beer. So you get those dark caramel flavors with that traditional banana, clove, wheat beer flavors. And, and they mix very differently for everybody. You know, if you tell some people that a Hefeweizen has, a, has clove in it, they're like, no, you're out of your mind. There's no clove in here. <laughs> Co-host, more sweet, more dark beer, or more clove and Hefeweizen? Well, like I told you before, the Night of Pirate ship looks dark, drinks light. So at the front, you get the dark, the, the roasty, the caramel flavor. But to me, as it transitions, it goes to the Hefeweizen, that lighter, the clove, the banana, the light finish. Bias, not bias. It's my favorite beer here. So. How can you speak to that? Like, because we were when we were here on Brew Day, we saw your recipe sheet, and it was five percent, five and a half percent. I can't remember exactly, but we see the cans in the cooler, and it's a seven percent. So, where where was based on Wayne's reaction to it? Where was that differentiation between what the gravity was in the recipe versus what the gravity was in the final product? So I think on the original recipe, we're looking at you know five and a half to six, like on the high end of. 5.8 or something like that but the yeast uh, they went a little crazy and it over attenuated a little bit so I think final gravity was supposed to be 1018 and it came all the way down to 1008 so it's a little drier than your traditional you know bison wheat beer but and that's where you got the extra alcohol from but you know it tastes great and Yeast went a little crazy on us, but can't really control that. Can you talk to the Can you talk to the math on that? Like you say, the numbers you're throwing out are over ten, but it's still seven, and obviously a dunkel as traditional is around five six. So can you talk to the math on that as far as what you see in those ten numbers versus what the public sees in the gravity of the beer? Yeah. So um, basically, we take a gravity a gravity before fermentation and a gravity reading after fermentation and gravity reading being the amount of sugar in a beer and based on the amount of sugar prior to fermentation and post fermentation we can tell how much sugar the yeast ate and how much alcohol they produced afterwards so your normal beer ends at a gravity reading of about 10 12 1.012 um your darker beers, your heavier beers, you know, they end at 1.020 or 2.8. And those higher numbers equate to a thicker body, thicker mouthfeel. Lower numbers equate to kind of a drier, crisper, you know, aftertaste and finish. Morgan at Tatas and Taps, go follow on Instagram. Um, what do you think as far as the gravity is concerned of the not a pirate ship? Did it is it is it sneaky for seven percent? Like does it does it drink like a traditional Dunkelweizen, or does it drink like a traditional seven percent beer? I honestly didn't even know it was seven percent until after I was about halfway through and I thought it hit pretty strong. So I had no idea. Definitely, it snuck up on me, but it's very good. Um, you definitely it doesn't feel boozy to me when I'm sipping on it. I like it a lot. I think you guys did a great job. Well, I'm cur- well. I'm out. That's an empty glass. <laughs> that, this is number four of not a pirate ship. And 
it definitely snuck up on me, and I was just talking to Morgan about it and about her influence on in Instagram. And I'm, I'm happy with the way it turned out, and happy for Sean and Kyle for allowing us to come down here and to brew the beer and to put a good quality beer out to our listeners and to the community. All right, Morgan. What was the best beer here at Under the Black Flag Festival at Plank Corner Brewing Company? All right, I tried three. So I had the Sour, the Under the Black Flag, and the Not a Pirate Ship. I really am enjoying this Under the Black Flag. The Not a Pirate Ship really surprised me, though. I wasn't sure about a dunkle, but I ended up really loving it. Gentlemen. Yeah! <laughs> we'll take it. I mean, just listening to the other patrons that are here that are not affiliated with us or the brewery have had a very positive feedback on the Dunkel and the rest of the beers here. I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to go be- go wrong with a uh, bourbon barrel aged uh, style. Yeah. Well, so for our first collaboration, cheers to the Upstate Beer Boys. Cheers to Kyle. Cheers to Morgan. I got an empty glass, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks for allowing us to brew the beer, and I look forward to many more collaborations if y'all will have us in the next couple years. Yes, absolutely. You guys are welcome back anytime, and you know we'll do something next year. We'll come up with something different. Um, so it was fun. We really enjoy having you guys here. So we love it. Kyle, we asked Sean before final final thoughts before we toss off air. Um, we asked Sean. What was the uh, what? What's the brewer's perspective on the overall beers that you brew today? Which ones are you most proud of? You know, quote unquote proud of. I know you're proud of all of them because they're all your craft, you're all their, your handsmanship. But which beer were you most uh, impressed with as far as the final product we're concerned? And of course, the clientele's uh, reaction to it. Uh, are you talking overall beers of all the 20 that we do or just the ones that the came out? The came ones out? specific for today under the Black Flag Festival. Well, I think, uh, you know, we've done under the Black Flag. Uh, I think that's the crowd favorite. And that one always just comes out spectacular with the amount of coffee and the amount of chocolate that we do on it. And then this year with the bourbon barrel in the 19.2 ounce cans, which is the first time we've done that. I haven't seen anybody else do a 19.2 ounce can. Ooh. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brewmaster Kyle from Plank Owner Brewing Company. Morgan at Tatas and Taps, one of our fellow beer influencers out in the social craft beer scene. For my co-hosts, Wayne at Wayne Beer Delivery and Stephen at Southern Bling Beer Reviews, we want to thank our sponsors, Promotion Graphics and Upstate Realty for sponsoring our on-site banner, which was here today at Under the Black Flag Festival and over and always at our on-site interviews with the breweries. Our home away from home. Clock Tower Tap Room and Billiards in Simpsonville. Go visit Eddie out of the Clock Tower. And of course, our good friend John Sharkey for allowing our attendance every single year at the Greenville Craft Beer Festival at Four Field. Gentlemen, I hear a familiar tone coming up. We're just boys. We like beer. If you think that's kind of crazy, Lord, we'll make it clear. We're just boys, we like beer, we like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, Cider Stouts, and the USA. We're just boys, we like beer. We're just boys, we like beer. Upstate Beer Boys. This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom and Billiards, and you've been listening to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast.
Eddie Whittingham from Clock Tower Tap Room. You're listening to Things I Should Have Known on the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Don't bet to watch that your granddaddy gave you on aces and eights and some old river boat. Always watch out for a red-headed woman or government man when he's thirsty for those. Welcome back to another beautiful Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Welcome in. Cut it out with the mic checks. Good grief. Find me, the mayor, at... You don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) Alright, let's... What are you guys thinking? I'm talking about the microphone. Dr. Love in the house. Uncalled for. Uncalled for. <laughs> Personal foul. Throw a flag. Throw a flag. I'll take the flag. I'll flag the on flag. the field. <laughs> I'm Dr. Love. Mr. Pilsner. The sage. Papa Wayne. Papa <laughs> Wayne. Rough cuts, I don't know. Or whatever, the outro. Just put in the uh, outro. Like, welcome to. You don't even know what's how you're at. Like, whatever. That's right. gotta be in the outro. All right.